Hello, I'm Hilary Seabrook. Thank you for joining me for the latest episode of Harmonious World. For this episode, I'm joined by Ofra Harnoy and Mike Herriot, who together have produced Portrait, which is a brand new recording of their favourite operatic music, but it, this is not an opera album. It's just some beautiful arias and duets, arranged mostly by Mike, with a version of Summertime transcribed from the Larry Adler and Itzhak Perlman version. Transcribed actually by Ofra. What you're listening to now is Somewhere, the classic Leonard Bernstein from West Side Story. And this arrangement is also by Mike Herriot. I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Ofra and Mike. Thank you so much for joining me for Harmonious World. This is a great pleasure. Well, thank you for having us. I love this album. It's absolutely, and I've never heard your duo, your combination of cello and trumpet, the way you do it, which is really beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Because you've done all of the arrangements between you, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Mike is the one who's actually written most of the arrangements, except I think Summertime. Summertime because, was, yeah. 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 So Summertime actually is one of the first pieces we ever played together with cello and trumpet. And that was, I think, over five years ago. We were just trying out, you know, we'd gotten together and we were trying out uh, that combination. And it was amazing. I mean, we loved the sound of it. Plus, Mike happens to be one of the few musicians on earth that feels and breathes music and and understands the way I feel music. and, And it's just fantastic to work together. That's brilliant. There's clearly a musical connection as well as obviously you're obviously married or you're 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 a couple. Well, yes, we're yes. we're we're legally married too. Oh, so. <laughs> Just in, in case my mom's listening, you know, right? <laughs> or my relatives. Well, I mean, yeah. we 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 have a a bit of a romantic love story, which I won't give you the whole long version of. But we met when we were sixteen and seventeen, and then wrote long letters to each other because we lived in different places and someone actually sabotaged our relationship and we were apart for 35 years. Wow. And then we found each other again, realized what had happened and haven't been apart since. So the thing that I didn't realize though, and that we didn't realize is that the musical connection is just as strong as the love connection. And this album is, is mostly pieces that both of us have grown up loving and humming in the shower and things that we've both loved. And it was actually very hard to narrow it down, but yeah. we, we wanted to get a nice cross section of things that were very intimate with just the two of us and other sounds that were, I mean, full orchestral um, versions or arrangements of, of these beautiful works. Uh, and, yeah. and yeah, I mean, this is, this is what we came up with. Yeah, and it's great. I, I I agree. The album is is really interesting because there are those different soundscapes, aren't there? So there's the the duo things that where it's almost like that the purity of the sound of the two mm. instruments, and then there's the things with the big sort of string section and and that sort of thing, which is just lovely. So you do realize that I'm the entire string section and he's the entire brass and wind. Oh no! Section. Oh no! I didn't realize that. <laughs> 
We are the only two people in the studio. Everything that you're hearing everything is, is... Everything was done in this little room right here. In fact, yeah. the spot where we're sitting is where Alfred records all the all the string stuff. So, so I she, do all the violin parts. She, play, she plays everything on the cello. So all the violins, violas, and cello parts are all done on the cello. So the really high violin parts yeah. that I write... She, it looks like she's tying her shoelaces when she's playing them because she's reaching so far down. And, uh, and then I, I've, with the various different brass instruments that I play, trumpets and French horns and trombones and whatnot, um, I managed to create a bunch of different colors using different combinations and different mutes and whatnot. And then I also play the double bass uh well, that's as well. so that's, that's insane, actually, because it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Like, well, you know, you thank home. you. It's the the goal is that it doesn't, and we and we didn't really want to, you know, when people pick up the CD, if if people do actually buy CDs anymore, but or or the the vinyl album when that comes yeah. out uh, in a couple months, um, when they when they look at it, they'll see Offer Harnoy cello, Mike Harriet trumpet, and then the H and H Studio Orchestra, exactly. which is which is H and H. Just because we, we don't, because we wanted to be about listening to the music and not worrying about right. who's doing what and everything. But, but um, it it is um, this is our third album that we've done using that approach. And the first two albums were were done that way. Um, the first was actually called Back to Bach and beautiful arrangements um, with Mike creating almost a, a, a brass organ sound to accompany some of these traditional baroque uh, masterpieces and and then some pieces with 11 cellos and and you know that was my first time ever doing multi-tracking mm -hmm. and then our second album was was a, a collection of newfoundland because we, we live in newfoundland a collection of newfoundland music with some guest stars who are, are local celebrities and uh, uh beautiful beautiful music and again done in the studio with us and yeah. a few and with, with that one we we had recorded our guests um over christmas of 2019 <laughs> and then 2020 came and we were away for six weeks doing concerts and doing a little bit of vacation we got back to st john's on march 15th 2020 wow. <laughs> with, with with only a six week at that point scheduled only a six week gap to finish recording that album before we had to go on tour again and then within a day or so of getting home, we realized nothing was going to happen. And so the, I guess the silver line of that cloud was that we, we had all this extra time to really work on the, on that Newfoundland album and really, really get. So I think we learned a lot in that process. And, and mm -hmm. so this new album, when it came to the really, really large ensemble stuff, we, um, we were able to apply a lot of what we learned in the process of the the Newfoundland album on the rock um, to this, and so when when we did when we did make our garden grow from Candide by Leonard Bernstein, um, that track I think I didn't even count it all because we just edit stuff, we mix it all, we and we, we mix, well we don't mix it, we send it to a studio in Toronto to mix it, and I didn't even bother to look at how many instruments we're playing. We just kind of well we need this, we need this, we need this many first violins and we oh, want this sound and this or sound. maybe i'll put a flugelhorn in here and i think this should be french horns right here and then those will be trombone okay. this kind of thing and so it ended up that i think there was 113 different wow tracks on that on that one yeah. compared to panis angelicus in summertime which, which only just, have just the two of us yeah yeah, yeah. 
So it is, yeah. it is really a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, acoustic variation yeah. on the album. So it can take you, take you in different directions in that regard. And, and we, we were also um, very lucky to be working with um, a wonderful um, re- recording mixing engineer in Toronto by the name of Ron Searles, who has his own studio. And he also works, he's been working with CBC television for the last 30 years. And, and he's kind of the third in our three musketeers. I mean, he always kind of takes everything and makes it. Uh... He makes, he makes, he makes us sound really, really good on the radio and, and that, and, and and the cool thing about this new album is we were able to um, use some relatively new technology, which they call Dolby Atmos. And with oh, Dolby Atmos, yeah. they're able to create a three-dimensional, like like surround sound, like you get in a movie cinema. So there's there's uh, uh, eleven different points of acoustic information coming at you, and even when you listen to it on just a binaural pair of headphones, you can hear the imaging. So we were able to do things with that rather than just have sort of um, conventional imaging, which is what where we place instruments in a different sort of visual, mental visual yeah. part of the, the sound scope, we're able to do things in, in, in three dimensions. So, uh, for example, on Lenski's Aria, we really wanted to, to put people in the, the seat of the audience looking at the singer on stage and, and hearing the orchestra coming from the pit in front of them below and we were really, really able to create that that kind of imaging um uh and with that uh with that song and using that technique but also it's it's all done in really high definition so when you when you listen using apple spatial or amazon hd or title or any of that because there's a whole bunch of uh, high definition this is kind of more for the audio files out there that, that I have no idea. Well, but, <laughs> but these are these are the you know when people are really serious about listening to music, and especially if it's music that they really enjoy, the the more you can, the more you can appreciate it and be inside the music and really appreciate and and really uh, experience it, uh, the better. And so when it came to this, I mean, when I talked about it with Offer, she's like, "Oh, that sounds pretty fancy. Let's do that." And and Ron and I are sitting in the studio going, okay, yeah, well, I think we should put this thing here and we put that that that, that there and and so it kind of comes down to the three of us creating this this visual image that when we listen to the album, we can hear that and and I think that's something that brings the experience a little bit more, you know, through to the listeners as well. I hope you've got your best headphones on so you can hear this amazing sound. This is Lenski's aria from Eugene Onegin by Tchaikovsky. Uh, And I think you can hear some of that spatial sound that Mike was talking about. close your eyes and listen you can almost picture the instruments on stage 
Is there just a little bit more before we go back to the conversation? What's really interesting about that is that obviously I listen to a lot of music, but when I listened to this album, there was something very full about that sound. You know how when you listen to an album that's recorded live, but there's something that's lost, that's that's beautiful, but there's something that's lost because of the recording of mm-hmm. that. Although when you're in the studio, when you're in a concert hall you get it from all around you and things bounce off walls and they bounce yeah, off the yeah. ceiling and they bounce off the yeah. the the um column that you're sitting next to or whatever do you know what i mean yes, yeah of course. But, and, and that's something of what you get with this you get this sense of being surrounded and and, or, yeah. and almost consumed by the music which is fantastic Oh, that's great that well, you're you're able to appreciate that. I found, I mean, I don't understand any of, any of that techie techie stuff, but when we, we would be listening to stuff in our studio here and then we would go meet with Ron and it's almost like when I close my eyes, I know exactly where each musician is sitting and where the sound is coming from. It's so alive that it's, 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 yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, which is intense because actually it's all you sitting there in the chair that you're sitting in right now. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So, but it's yeah, it, it it it's technology doing what technology should, which is making all of our lives better. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's it's really cool because you can I can sit there with Ron in, in the studio and say, okay, can we bring the cello a little bit forward and to the left a little bit, and then bring the solo trumpet a little bit forward and a little bit to the right, and then when you close your eyes you can actually kind of see where where people are and you can hear the trombones or the sound is kind of coming from over here right because it would it would come from across the stage and bounce over there and the french horns are really over that way and and uh, and it's it's exciting to be able to create that in a room where the speakers are all around us and we can okay put that there and put this here and put that there yeah. and that's amazing. And the, and the great thing about all of us, I mean, Mike and I have this incredible rapport in the studio where we leave our egos outside the door and it's all about making the music. And it's the same when we get together with Ron. We just, the most none important of, all, thing all is, we care about is the outcome. It's a listening experience. And that's, yeah. that's you know, yeah. otherwise, yeah. you know, if you don't have a proper conduit for the language, well, then you have nothing to say, you know. Right. Or yeah. it won't be heard anyway. No. Yeah. Lovely. So can you tell me a little bit about your background? So you said you knew each other when you were younger and then you had this gap in the middle. But what about your musical? Where did your musical kind of learning or um, playing come from? Well, I I grew up in a my whole family was musical. Even our uh, sewing machine was a singer. <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> Sorry, Hillary, you you uh, you loved it up there, and I just knocked yeah, it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Was... Knocked out of the park. Yeah, you walked right walked right into that one. I did. Um, yeah, but the the honest truth is that my family was all musical, and and uh, and we grew up with music all around us. My parents were both music teachers, and we performed even as a family a lot 
together when I was very young. And well, uh, you were born in England. I was born in England. Yes, at a very young age. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I was in in Weybridge. Um, oh, really? I know Weybridge. Sorry, yeah. But the 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 day that Offer and I met was actually my my brother was performing as a soloist with the Toronto Symphony, um, wow. at at Ontario Place at the Forum, and we and Offer and I both met at this event, and I was friends with with Mike's brother, and I was already touring and performing all over the world at that point and recording, and uh, but I had this little friend group in Toronto that were all talented musicians. And I actually knew that Mike was was coming, or, and the whole family. I mean, the entire yeah. family was coming, and we. Uh, so we just really hit it off at this at this thing, and then we wrote letters to each other f- for months and months after that. Obviously, it was before texting and email, so these were actually long letters, and we got to know each other very intimately through these letters. Because I mean, you're just you couldn't even phone because it was too expensive to make a long distance call. You'd have to right. You know, answer to your parents for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we we uh, we lost track of each other with the assistance of a third party. Um, and we both had very busy careers. I mean, I was touring all over the world and recording with the RCA International and just traveling in 10 months out of 12. And then, you know, got married with the wrong person had two kids, which I, you know, I obviously don't regret that. That's a yeah. wonderful part of, of, of life. And, uh, um, and then, uh, we found each other and you were, yeah. you were touring all over the place. I've, and I've, and, I've very different kind of track than what offer has been doing. I've been more jazz, more jazz oriented. Um, and, uh, and a lot of um, a lot of studio session kind of work with with you know lots of different people, lots of touring with various different shows and whatnot. Offers had a hugely illustrious career as a soloist, um, and uh, and when we when we came together, um, what we've managed to create together is kind of like the perfect combination marriage of of what we've been doing with our lives. Yeah. And it's so gratifying for us to be able to explore music in in the way that we both love so deeply together uh, in the way that we choose. And, and I mean, you could say that we're incredibly selfish about it, which I don't, I wouldn't argue uh, that when we create something in our studio with just the two of us playing, we can do it exactly as we imagine it. And yeah. and uh, for us, it's very exciting to be able to see that actually come into reality from a from an idea to something written on paper to something track by track worked through to finally being able to hear the music back. It's incredibly rewarding, and that yeah. people enjoy it is is the the greatest joy of all of that. Yeah, brilliant. Well, it's it is a stunning album. Can you talk to me about the uh, the the cover image because you've got this beautiful. Oh painting it was so it looks i don't know how, i don't know how much of it is kind of uh created but no uh, this is this is an actual painting that was done by my dear friend vivian reese who actually is a new york artist and and her paintings are are all over the world she does these beautiful giant colorful paintings and i sat for her um in my 20s and uh and Mike and I visited her in New York and saw this painting in her house, which is, you know, takes up almost an entire wall. Yeah. And we had that, we were at that point just thinking what should be the cover art for the album. And we looked at this thing and we just thought it should be portrait. 
And we kind of had the idea that it, the idea popped in my head that if I was standing with my trumpet, looking at this portrait, it, it kind of um, brings about or conjures the, the impression of, of uh, a longing to, you know, yeah. I'm holding the trumpet. So it, to me, it seems like I'm, I'm longing to make music with this image. Yeah. And, and uh, and so we call the album portrait because of the, the the visual focal point of the of the cover, but also because you know as Offer said earlier, this is music that we hum when we're cooking together, and and music that we love to listen to, and music that we've played in various different situations, and and so the the music, the collection of music, almost creates a portrait of creates a portrait of our of our of our musical muses, our musical. Um, Inspirations, inspirations yeah. and indulgences like it's kind of the music that we have fun with that you know neither of us can sing um <laughs> oh no <laughs> we, 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 we are the worst people to to uh put on stage in a karaoke bar <laughs> we found that out we too. tried that out we, we thought <laughs> hey we sound we see you know we, we really enjoy playing music together and we were in a we were at a place and they had karaoke and we both we'll get up and do something and we thought that yeah. it would be just a natural thing, and it was not. It was right. so not. It was horrible. We booed ourselves <laughs> off the stage. We, we, we yeah. But uh, so, so the, it really is kind of a. It's it's our. It's it, it's really I, I don't know. It's, it's a music that we kind of have fun with. It's a music that we, you know, there's not no, there's no heavy concertos on no. there. There's no, you know, sort of uh, you know, nothing really that that's going to challenge anybody to listen to it, but it's, it's music that we find beautiful. And so it kind of beautiful. paints a little bit of a portrait of our, of our, our musical yeah. indulgences and, and, and. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's really lovely. And yeah. I love all the Gershwin. It's just fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And, 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 and kudos to you, Mike, for the arrangements, because they really are beautiful. So oh, thank you. Great work. Brilliant. Well, it's when you when you're writing stuff uh, down on paper, you hope that when you hand it out to the musicians that they don't all complain. But uh, well, being oh, to all I've the musicians complained. helps. Well, she, 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 I have she, I have complained. She says, her, "Who wrote this garbage anyway?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I, you know, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a recording engineer. I'll, I'll fire yeah. that guy tomorrow." Yeah. You know, some of the arrangements that Mike writes for me are so difficult that when I first look at the paper, I can't. This this is just impossible and he says well anything you need to change is i end up doing it and it ends up sounding great so right. it's always like that yeah. process i i have the same arguments my, with myself recording the french horn and trombone parts because they're not my primary instruments I, right i work at them and try and sound good but yeah there's times where i i curse myself for having written what was i thinking <laughs> writing this stupid line here for the bass trombone yeah <laughs> It sounds great. It really anyway. does. It really well, does. Yeah. yeah. No, it's lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining me. You're I really welcome. appreciate your time. Thank you Our very pleasure. much. Our pleasure. Thank you for your feedback. Thanks. Yeah, it's great. Thanks so much for having us. That's all right. And I'm going to use a couple of the tracks just sort of at the front and then, as I said, in the middle and, and uh, something at the end. I think I might finish with um, Summertime because it's a beautiful version. Thank great. you so much. Thank you very yeah. much. Lovely. Good to talk to you both. Thank you. To Hillary. Bye bye. Take care. Okay, bye. bye.
Thank you for listening to my conversation with Ofra Hanoi and Mike Herriot. Their album Portrait is out now and what you're listening to is the version of Summertime that Ofra's transcribed. Please remember that you can subscribe. If you're one of my subscribers, thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. You'll be getting your weekly email around the same time as this episode of the podcast is released. And look out for your subscriber-only episode of Harmonious World, which will ping into your inbox as if by magic, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining me. You know I love doing this. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.